If you've got a little story you need to share, pull up a chair, he'll listen. Despite of the name and despite of the logo, there's definitely no knitting on this show. Called Good Good Yarns. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Good Yarns. My name is Shad Wicker and this is your storytelling podcast where each week, each episode, uh, I get to sit down with a brand new guest, who shares a real and often outrageous story from their life. Uh, this week's guest is the very funny Luke Heggie. bit more about him up soon. Uh, but first, all the housekeeping, please. Keep uh, rating and reviewing this podcast, especially if you like it. <laughs> and uh, make sure you're getting in touch with us through our socials, at Good Yarns Pod. Give it a follow, get in touch, tell us what you're thinking of the podcast. And also, um, let us know if you've got a good yarn that you might want to share on the pod because that's what we're doing. We're trying to compile the good yarns that everyone has because Lord knows everyone has at least one. Um, we also put some call-outs for some topics. At the moment, I'm looking for some wedding yarns, some like crazy shit that's happened. The Holy Grail, the ultimate one I want would be an epi- like a story of when someone actually has gotten up and been like, yeah, I object to these two getting together. Something like that, maybe losing the groom or the, or the uh, bride at some point, whatever. However outrageous it is, if you're involved in it and you've got a yarn about it, please get in touch. At Wicked Shad, at Good Yarns Pod is where you should go. And make sure you're checking out all the other apps. I know they've been a little bit longer than usual, uh, the past couple of apps, but this is going to be a short one, I promise. It features the very funny Luke Heggie. Um, I met Heggie a fair few years ago when I was first kind of dipping my toe into comedy. We've pretty much been mates um, since, done a fair few, or done a few gigs with each other over the last few years. So um, he's currently in Brisbane uh, at the time of this recording to do a show on August 8th uh, at the Good Chat Comedy Club. If you are keen to go along, there are some tickets left. So um, I'll put those details in the show notes and a link to his podcast um, that he has launched with another great bloke, Nick Cody. Uh, it's called Mid-Flight Brawl and it's a, uh, it's a podcast all about the best and worst of those who have uh, managed to fly around the world i mean how do they call it i think it's um mid flight brawl any tip rat can fly and this is what happens when they do that's pretty much the tagline for it it's uh cody and heggy just basically ripping shreds on some of the great stories from the air so make sure you check it out the uh link to it is in the show notes is a funny podcast man uh but yeah heggy dropped by to have a couple of beers and he had a couple of good yarns to spin so this one is essentially, it's a good yarn about how much Luke Heggie loves throwing shit. <laughs> we kind of start with a little bit of um, classic brotherly bullying between him and his uh, and his brother. And then it ends up leading into a story of, I guess, vendetta, revenge, <laughs> and a bit of a grudge that he has held against the neighbor for many years. Um I won't reveal any more, but it has to do with eggs. So please enjoy another good yarn by the very funny Luke Heggie. I had a lot of jobs throughout my youth, but nothing like I've got a couple of brothers. Hmm. One of my brothers has had probably 50% more jobs than me, and I must have had 70 jobs right. in my life. He's, he's had probably 100. Are you very fireable or very horrible? What's the... Uh, oh, you got to be both, <laughs> mate. you got to be versatile in the modern world. Yeah, yeah I've been fired heaps. But also, it's walk-offs from a lot as well. <laughs> Just walk-offs? Pretty much walk-offs, yeah. yeah. Right. I'm not, you know, no, fuck you all, I'm leaving. You know. 
But uh, oh yeah, a few times. But you know, it's sort of a lot, a lot of moving around and just never settling into something. Yeah, still haven't. But um, I did have my brother had this job right. I was we used to go to the Gabba, and the Gabba used to be. I mean, fuck! I'm not telling you something you don't know. I used to be able to just take an esky full of booze there. Mm-hmm. It was sick. And they had a hill with no seats on it. You just take esky full of. I watched five days of a test once. I was went to Australia, Pakistan, five straight days, maggot every day with my mate, nice. full full carton each day. It was quite an achievement. And <laughs> the then glory they, days. Yeah, then they started to scale that back. So you had to inject your oranges with vodka and shit, and <laughs> and fill up your little ice bricks in your esky full yeah. of full of food where your KFC bucket on your head yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well that was a long long time after <laughs> but um, in the meantime my brother had this job where he used to sell pies at the Gabba and I've I sort of he had to load them up right Lo- mm. in the go into the room where they make them load up his esky looking thing around it put, put it around his neck and go out and sell them oh right like the the nuts guy at a baseball game type yeah, of setup exactly like that yeah, but with right. pies and okay. everyone had you know, had a bottle of sauce as well he had to do a big sauce injection in people and just get <laughs> abused all day it was fucked <laughs> and he'd, he'd sort of you know he'd walk out and go I've, I've got 20 pies in here when he'd have 50 and just sort of pocket a bit and mm. you know you've got to skim off the top when you've got a always. shit job yeah. standard <laughs> if you've you, you got a bad job you've got to get something out of it yeah. through theft but uh, I was at the I was at the cricket one night and um I'd bought a pie, but not from him. And then I saw him, and I was over on the hill, and I saw him just selling pies and stuff. And I was, I was maybe, I was 18, he was probably 19, 20. Mm. And <laughs> I just saw him, I never told him this, I saw him, he's probably 15 metres away. Mm-hmm. I'd half eaten my pie, and I just fucking threw my pie at him. <laughs> and I got him, it was a great, I had a pretty good arm. It was a great throw. Yeah, it was a very good throw. And I was, yeah. I was, everyone was laughing, you know. King of the world, I just ducked down because I knew he was going to thrash me if he knew it was me. <laughs> <laughs> he's got this big splash pie all over his shirt, sort of thing. This is pre, this is before they had every square inch covered in cameras. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. early nineties. You, you didn't get kicked out. Yeah, you, you could piss in a cup and throw it in the air when the Mexican wave came around. I reckon, I reckon cricket security is probably the most lax of, lax of the live sport. Security though you I mean when you can go to an event Where you can connect the cups That everyone's been drinking their piss oh, out yeah, of yeah. Around the circumference of the fucking stadium Yeah It's a pretty loose they setup They let a fair bit go <laughs> Yeah I was, we, we go once or twice a year With my family to a 2020 match Because yeah. kids don't have the Fucking attention span To sit through a test And, <laughs> and we go And a couple of years ago We went to one that was a streaker Yeah it was right brilliant like, yeah. It was a bit misty A little bit of drizzle So all the fat security guards are chasing this guy around, <laughs> slipping over. It was, it was the best part of the match. Yeah. My kids still talk about it. That's a solid two Mate. and a half, three years ago. And that's what COVID's taking away yeah. from us. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear about that? No. Oh, streakers. The guy did a streak. Oh, yeah. At the, the Perth did a streak. AFL or something. And they're yeah. like, $50,000 he could get fined. Man. I saw the bloke. Because it's not COVID safe. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, so if you wore a mask? Oh, man. <laughs> I saw the guy. I don't think they're getting their 50 grand off Fuck him. Fuck no. <laughs> he, just cho- he just choose the time. Mate, he's been under the tax threshold for a while, yeah. I reckon. <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've smashed him with this pie, right? And he's fuming, obviously, and he just looks like a prick. Bigger prick than he already did because he's got an esky full of pies around his fucking <laughs> neck. And then later on, I was at home, <laughs> back at mum's, and I was just, I don't know why, but I was watching a replay of the match and just a, like... 11 p.m., 12, you know, midnight, sort of sitting in front of the telly watching the match. Jeez. And he comes in, he walks in, and um, I'd made some popcorn late at night. And I said, Oh, mate, do you want some popcorn? And he goes, Oh, yeah, sure. 
I've just got to go and have a shower, though. Some cunt threw a pie at me. <laughs> the fuck, yeah. Hello. <laughs> Definitely not saying anything now. And I hope he's not listening. Yeah, nice. But, uh, <laughs> but Brisbane's all... It's, it's, I, can, I remember, th- like, I've, that's the only pie I've really thrown with any effect, but... I had a mate who had a. Uh, it reminds me. You remind me a bit of him. Actually, he had a job at Indrapilly BP. Right. Uh, oh, so because is he brown? Is he? No. No, oh, he's not actually. Okay. But thank you for just profiling my racism. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> usually, when someone says to me, "You remind me of a mate of mine. He worked at a servo." It's usually because I'm. Brown. Oh no, not at all. This is this is well before you saw many brown people. Oh, this is back this before is before we came over and took all your jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they talk about us taking jobs. They don't talk about the jobs we're taking, though, are they? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's full white, this guy. If, uh, if anyone desperately needs to know, I can put a photo up on your website, whatever. No, just his demeanour and general fuckheadness yeah. reminds me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, he was, he was working the graveyard shift in Indro BP. And this guy came in maggot, like absolutely maggot, eyes closed sort of thing, still just shuffling, walking. Walked over the pie thing and picked out like, the most expensive pie, like chicken and leek or something, gourmet <laughs> BP pie. Oh, yeah, the gourmet. Like the sort of $4 plus ones rather yeah. than the $2.50 ones. And he's come, he's come over the thing and like put his change on the counter and paid for it and everything. And then walked out, walked outside, took the wrapper off, didn't even take a bite and just hurled it at the window. <laughs> <laughs> but that is fucking, that's rock and roll, man. Yeah. If you mag it and you still got the presence of mind to do that, when you could probably use a pie. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm committing to vandalism here. That's anarch- yeah, he's an anarchist. Oh, superb. This, this bloke laughed so much, he didn't even mind cleaning it off. Like yeah. He's outside the rest of the night cleaning a pie off the window. 450 well sick. sick. <laughs> <laughs> but I sort of, I, yeah, I don't know. I, like growing up, just throwing, throwing stuff at people. Right. Throwing stuff at houses, enemy, enemies' houses, that sort of thing. I did enjoy that. Enemies' houses. Yeah, just let off a bit of steam with a dozen <laughs> cage. Once I had this job as a dish pig out at Jindalee and I came out in the back alley behind all the restaurants and there were literally in the in the bin area, still intact, about must have been two hundred eggs, like in those twenty five trays, the big trays, the right. big square ones. And there were so many eggs there, like someone's throwing them out, they're obviously out of date. And I just rang my mate from I asked if I could use the phone inside, rang my mate and said, You've got to pick me up tonight. <laughs> Jackpot. It's on. Yeah, it's a red letter day for senseless vandalism. <laughs> we are fucking in here. And just spent probably seven hours just egging. Jesus Christ. Just going around Brisbane egging. Mate. It was great. It was the biggest front page of the career mail the next was day. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, heard you had another story of egging though. Yeah, probably. There were plenty of eggings. I was told about there's like you have a vendetta against someone. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> I heaps. I mean, yeah. I'm still ticking them off. But um, yeah. One bloke. I've told this before somewhere. But like one bloke used to. This is when I had had a baby in the house, right? In in a unit. Yeah. And he used to poke his head out the window and just scream because the baby was crying. But not even middle of the night. Like Sunday afternoon, it was, she was a great baby. My daughter didn't slept through the night from a couple of months onwards. It was mm. Great, no, no issues, no problems. And he used to poke his head out the window and just go, "What are you fucking doing to that kid? Shut the fuck up!" Just screaming, screaming at a baby, and that's the worst thing you can do. Yeah, to a parent, that, like obviously, I don't want the kid to fucking cry either. I think it also doesn't calm down the baby. No, it doesn't help. <laughs> doesn't help anyone except let them get a bit of steam off. So I was sort of. 
I remember the, I wanted to go and kill him. My <laughs> missus wouldn't let me go downstairs. Like, oh, I'm going to go down. I'm just going to kill him. That'll that'll stop this. <laughs> it'll solve everything. <laughs> and um, but I didn't. I just waited about a, a year and a half, maybe two years, until we moved out. And I just fucking egged his car so hard. <laughs> and I had a mate from Brisbane down actually, and we did one it. of the old mates. Uh, from mate, back in the day? Yeah, mate. From, from the, the old egg the bottle shop. Yeah, no, okay, mate. Oh, let's get the band back together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one last job. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it wouldn't be one last job, but yeah, he, he loved it. We, we sort of got a dozen and just my family were away. So it's just me and him staying at my place. We just went fucking burka on this bloke's car, <laughs> like straight down the little bit where the windscreen wipers come out through the radiator. <laughs> <laughs> one up the exhaust pipe fucking every panel just caned it it was great and um, the next day he'd, he'd had his car fucking com- like obviously professionally washed yeah right so we went back and did it again <laughs> 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 next night and then I fuck, I did it a few times because I just didn't like I thought there's no way he knows who this is yeah. and I love it like I, like, I quite like a prank where you know the results are completely. You don't get to see the look in his face or anything. You just know. Yeah, right. It's great. I used what, to. What kind of car did he have? Oh, he had like a. It wasn't a great car. He had a Suzuki, uh, not a Sierra Vitara. Right. Okay. But it was in fairly good nick. Very mm. neat and clean and everything. But I just caned it. And then about a year after that, I just forgot about it. And I saw him getting into a new car, mm. like a different car. And I thought, oh man, I'm f- copying down the fucking number plate of this. So I got that. And just did it to that new car as well, just so we'd know <laughs> it wasn't random. And I've, I found a picture of... I was flicking through a magazine. I just randomly saw, like, an egg in an ad or something, like an egg in an egg cup ad for something. So I cut out the egg and just put it in his letterbox. This is I'll becoming a, very, like... A picture of an egg <laughs> in his letterbox. And then he had, like... Because he didn't have a garage, but he was having a garage so It was just people coming in the unit buying your shit. Yeah. I thought, this is a bit much. I... I kind of I wanted to go in there and just leave an egg on the oh, that mantelpiece. That would have been, been sick, but he might have recognised me. And this I just, is part you don't live next door anymore. No. So how are you encountering this guy again? Because we live nearby. Like I walked past, you know, and just I saw him around the place. He doesn't know who I am. Still to this day, like you never he never found out. No, fuck no. So would you remember the license plate now? Uh, I've got it written down in my phone. <laughs> yeah. So if you see a car, he could have sold the car. It's a, it's a common car. No, I'd wait and see him in it, maybe. <laughs> it's a very common car. I can't even remember what it is, but I wrote down what car it is. Can we read out the license plate? No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to just convince people if yeah. you're living in, Sid- in Sydney <laughs> I'll or Brisbane. i find this car and egg it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's actually, I see him, he's got a fucking baby now. I see him walk around with a baby strapped to his chest. Not oh. on a, I nearly want to go up with my kid and go, this is the one you used to yell at. You yell at yours, you fucking piece of shit. But I don't know. I mean, he might have moved on and grown up. But yeah. he certainly looks grumpy. He wasn't a happy little fella. I um I like that although you have very adult anger, you choose very juvenile ways to express yeah. it. Well, if once you're choosing adult ways, you're fucking yeah. pulling out the dagger and yeah, shit. Yeah, that's, that's true. You know. <laughs> You can't, I think about egging, so I want to take my kids out egging when they're old enough. But just how, <laughs> just a good old, just a good old fashioned, just family egging. Tour. Yeah, but I got to wait until they're very fast runners and and, and well, drum it into them. You're on your fucking own. Like once, once, <laughs> one there's you know you're you're running away. You're on your own. Well, that's it. Yeah, and don't rat me. You don't out. know who I don't am. Don't rat me out. Yeah, yeah. 
And then when I do see you afterwards and you do get caught, I'll be very stern. Yeah. But a little bit of a wink. <laughs> when the cops drop you home yeah. later and I'm looking through the curtains. <laughs> I'll bail you out. But you're fucking on your own. You don't know me. <laughs> I kind of like I think about like I don't have much of a um, media profile or anything, but I think about how embarrassing it'd be to be in the news yeah. egging, but also how funny it'd be. Yeah, I mean it's better than being that guy that got caught shitting in his neighbour's driveway. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's. Just, I think it's more. It's funnier, but you'd still you'll still get hired after that. I think like as a <laughs> as a comedian, you you can. That's probably good for business, to be honest. That's true. If it's if it's you know. It's quite funny, <laughs> but it would be embarrassing. I'd have to. My mum would know and stuff. It'd be fucking embarrassing. Getting caught egging at forty plus years old. Yeah, they definitely know. They definitely say your age. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, when they do that report, <laughs> your age isn't definitely included in that. <laughs> Outrunning two small children yeah. along the main road. We're we'll seen pushing one into the bench when the police arrived. <laughs> Or if they catch your kids and they give them the blame of the series of egging attempts, yeah, and yeah. then through a deep dive detective work, find <laughs> out that to you're the this king fucking king. podcast. You go, oh, actually, I've been doing it his whole life. <laughs> there you go, another episode of Good Yarns. That one with Luke Heggie. Make sure you go and check out uh, his podcast with Nick Cody, Mid Flight Brawl. It'll brighten up. Um, you drive you drive home. It's an awesome, awesome podcast. The link is in the show notes, along with a link to get yourself tickets, not only to Heggy's show if you are in Brisbane um, for this Saturday, but also to a show called Shad and Pete Save the World. That is myself and Peter James, who does our intro song. Um, basically, two comedians trying to solve the world's problems, but mostly yours. You write your problem down, you put it in a bucket, and then we just pull it out one by one throughout the whole show, solving your problems, along with some guests that will include uh, Luke Heggie and uh, Jacques Barrett. So uh, make sure you check that out this Saturday. If you are in Brisbane, because obviously you ain't going to many gigs if you're in Melbourne, are you? <laughs> so that's probably a low blow to the Melbourne listeners, aren't you? Because you guys are in stage four lockdown. Anyway, at least you'll have a lot more time to listen to podcasts. And speaking of which, I'm uh, going to do another bonus one on Thursday. I'm going to share a story of my own. Uh, it's going to be a story of sackings, um, losing your job. So that'll be on Thursday for a bonus app. Again, rate, subscribe, review the podcast. We'll see you for the next app. Peace.